My mother hated Alanis Morissette. Really? Because we got that tape. We got Jagged Little Pill. I got Jagged Little Pill on tape. We played it to death. So every time we got in the car, she'd be like, turn that banshee off. And I'd be like... She was you know what she These are amazing. We're eating. What are these called? Mango pancakes. No, they're not mango pancakes. What are they? they are apple fried pancakes from a Camille. Camille. Good job. Camille, sponsor us. Give us money to eat your food. Give us food. And say nothing about it because we are very rude. We just... Mmm. 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 I'm done now. Thank you. Anyhow. Hi. Welcome... To this week's episode of Mona Most Average. Can you play the spoons? Uh, no, but Lauren can play the spoons. I can play the spoons. One of my very earliest memories is going to see my mum's mum, so my grandmother. Yeah. Uh, in hospital, sick. Right. And she's playing the spoons. There was a man in the hospital playing the spoons, and he played them on my head, and I cried. Played them on your head. Yeah. He was like, tick -a -tick -a -tick -a -tick -a -tick. and that he was fucking like, hurts. He was like, it's a good sound off your head, and I was like, oh. <laughs> she's dying. Stranger danger. Um, my nanny is dying. Yeah, my, my, we, I don't know how to play sounds terribly, but I'm like, tick -a -tick -a -tick -a -tick. can you play the sounds? Get them. The people want to no. hear. The people want to know. They're not ready for this. People want to see. They're not ready for my music. And hear the talent. It's just such a strange instrument. But I it's not it's, an instrument. It's a fucking. It's a spoon. There we go, it's a spoon. These have cinnamon in it, which is I'm allergic to. Sarah, we discovered Sarah's allergic to it. If you eat cinnamon and your tongue goes numb, that means you have an allergy to it. And, and mm. Sarah's going to be like, wait, oh, that's really numb. <laughs> no, you're just saying I have a fucking numb tongue. Numb tongue, numb tongue. Sarah's going to have a numb tongue. <laughs> Do you know how we found out Sarah was allergic to cinnamon? We were, we were drinking pumpkin we were drinking pumpkin like two sausage. typical white women who pumpkin have a lettuce. who have a murder podcast we were in the car park of a Starbucks drinking pumpkin spice lattes we went to a drive through Starbucks yeah. as well because it's lockdown and uh, Sarah's tongue Sarah's like hey when you eat cinnamon does your tongue go numb and I said no <laughs> and she was shocked by that because she thought this was a natural thing that everybody occurred and to and I thought just tell you how either thick I am or smart I am go I thought that my brain was so, because cinnamon kind of reminds me of anesthetic. So I thought my brain was simulating. I love that instead of you going. The numbness. You know what? Maybe I'm allergic to this. You went to psychosomatically. My, brain my brain's in the dentist. In the dentist. Mm. Oh, we just had Thai food, lads. It was beautiful. It was delicious. Sorry, Thai food, not Thai. 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 No. Thai. 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 Yeah. Tight, like you're so saying, it like like a tie. no, like a like a tie, like a tie you're wearing. It's tie food, yeah. Oh, okay. Because uh, there was a thing a while ago where somebody was saying Donald Trump was like Thailand. I know that's not how he talks. Anyway, fuck Donald Trump first of all. Fuck his ma. Fuck his dad. Fuck Is everybody his ma still alive? Yeah, she looks like a Simpsons character. Like if somebody drew an evil Simpsons character. Oh really? She has the most ridiculous hairstyle I've ever seen in my life. What's it like? It's like uh, she just put all her hair up into like. Something it's that looks like, it's Sydney, just like a common thing? Sydney Opera House on her head. Um, yeah, but fuck him. Fuck his entire lineage. Fuck his kids. Uh, fuck anybody who supports him. Fuck what he's doing. I'm sorry to every decent kind American on the planet that has to deal with this shit right now because I cannot imagine what you're going through. 
the police that murdered Brianna Taylor should be in prison. Uh, it's a mess. It's just a mess. Like as I said, the funny thing about it is before they released that state, well, obviously what had happened with Brianna Taylor in, in the court, there had been a thing issued by the police department basically saying batten down the hatches. So they already knew it was coming. It was coming. They were like, we know that they're going to get away with this and that one police officer is going to get indicted for shooting up um, the surrounding area. For shooting. So he was indicted for shooting for the bullets that didn't yeah. hit the woman he killed. But they're perfectly fine to shoot a woman who's asleep in her bed. Um, Fuck the police. Fuck that police department. Defund the police. Fuck Deep direct on the pro- police. Fuck direct provision. Fuck Aramark. Y'all can suck a dick. That's my two cents for today. Well, welcome to the happiest podcast yeah. on earth. Trump's mum's hair. I'm Googling it. We found out. Oh my God. Right? Jesus. Doesn't she look like if someone, if someone drew an evil Simpsons character? Yes. What's awesome. the point in this? Um, like, why does she... Why is... Uh... Oh, she is. Oh my God. Yeah, she's a mess. Has Donald Trump had plastic surgery? I don't know what he's had. He has the the soul of Satan living inside of him. Actually, no, you know, I'm not going to blame Satan because he's just evil by himself. He doesn't need any fucking help. That ginger ball bag. Yeah, no, he is a big sack of nuts. Big sack of shit. Fuck the Republicans. I just... Anyway, happy, happy... Saturday. Happy Saturday. We went well, to Ikea Saturday, today. It's Monday. It's Monday. We went um, to Ikea Saturday. Well, yeah, you know what I mean. This yeah. comes out on a Monday. Um, and we had lots of fun and bought lots of stuff. We went to Ikea and we queued. We did. For 27 minions. Now, we record, we queued for max 15 minutes. It was too long. It was, it it was, was a I weird tell you what, situation. It was uh, 14 minutes too it long. It was 14 minutes too long. But that's because before coronavirus, it's the new normal. It's the new normal. Oh, it's unprecedented and it's a new normal, and we just have to. It's a new God. This is crazy, isn't it, Matt? It's mad. It's shite, is what it is. It is, but we cute. And we're in the fucking full midst of a second wave, lads. Lads, everything's garbage. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. I wore my mask today with the, the lovely lady made us with the clouds. Thank and you the so rainbows. much. We love what it. What's her name? Oh fuck! We're awful. We're. Ter- I can't. Like we've had a long day, and I'm. I feel like I'm having a funny half hour. Are you having a funny half hour? I feel like I'm having a funny half hour. But usually your funny half hours are funny, and this hasn't equated to anything funny. Fuck you! <laughs> I'm hilarious. I'm having a funny half hour, but it's slightly maudlin because I'm sick of the world. Maudlin. That's a great word. Great word, isn't it? Yeah, I like. I that love word. the word maudlin. Maudlin. I know many words now since hanging out with you. Colin said that's what I when I get drink. He's like, oh, I'm as maudlin again. I don't think you're maudlin when you drink on you. If I drink vodka. Oh. I was like, oh, what's the point? I like that when I'm sober, so I don't know. There's no difference, really. <laughs> but isn't it, isn't there, like, always a drink that a person... Isn't there, like, that thing that people say where there's, like, a drink that makes you... Oh, yeah. Like, like super depressed. I like, some friend, people get it with gin. Yeah, when people drink whiskey, it changes. Like, whiskey can be, like, a very much a oh, happy drink, or it just brings out the worst side of a human being. I get super ever. sexy when I have a whiskey. You're like, oh. Oh, I'm a sexy, I'm a sexy baby. baby. Tyson, I've never felt sexy in my oh. life. Don't know what that, don't know that emotion or that feeling. Do have you sexy. No. It's not something I ever have, have felt. Have you never been, like, right now in this moment, nope, I am never. just... Nope. Never. Oozing. Never. Not once in my life. Never Sexu- once in my life have I been like. Sexuality. I feel sexy. Sexiness makes me, personally for myself, if anybody was ever like, if you've ever been sexy, it would just make me go. Ugh. Like I can't do it. 
I, I would have to say I've had moments in my life where I've been like, I'm on fire. I'm a sexual lady. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't have that emotion. I don't have that feeling. Like, John Raphael will be all over me. Um, um, but yeah, no, I don't. I don't. That's not something that I ever have. Oh, okay. I'm fine with it, though. I'd rather not have it. Okay. Good. Thanks for helping me out on that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well done. Is this back to your perceived thing? Yeah. So Probably. you don't want to be perceived. I don't want to be perceived. Not all the time. Just I have instances. Don't want to be perceived. I bet there's people out there that know what I mean. I see, because I find I'm struggling. Yeah, I bet there's people out there that know. Because I'm like the total opposite. I'm like, no, it's me. No, yeah, me. you want to be perceived. No, I don't want to. say no to me! I don't want to be perceived. But I bet there's people out there that feel that as well, where they're like, the idea of like somebody perceiving you is really like, you makes you feel really vulnerable. I don't want to be when perceived. When you mean perceived, do you mean someone. I, do, like, I, I mean, can't, it, I can't. I, like, no, I get. I totally get what you mean. Because like, I always, I keep saying to Colin, and he's like, "What?" But Colin and <laughs> Colin and me are like uh, two perceive sides of the me, same yeah. part. But Colin's <laughs> like, "You perceive me on fucking crack," and I'm like, "Perceive me on Xanax." Yeah. Um, no, I get that. But I think there's people that will get that. What I mean, you know, like, just no perception, please. Just leave me alone. Yeah, it Don't is quite jarring, but. Yeah. It's quite jarring because you're kind of one, you are a person who I would want to look at. Uh, you see, this is the thing, because I know I have ridiculous hair and stuff. Like, but what like, does your therapist say when she sees you she, and you say, I she don't know, want to be No, she knows what I mean. She's like, you're, you're, you're disassociating. So she knows, because I used to say this all the time. I was, I was only thinking about this a while ago to my mum when I was younger. And I would always say to my mum, do you ever feel like you're outside your body looking in or like you're outside and you don't have any control over yourself and you're just kind of existing? And she'd be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Why did I give birth to this? Put it back. Put it back. Put it back in. Um, but yeah, no, it's a thing. If you ever feel like you need to, don't want to be perceived. I feel you. I'm there with you. Are you too warm? Do you want to turn that off? No, no, no. I'm Are not. you sure? Um, fair play to all of you. <laughs> getting through your lives your good job to everybody with your problems I have no problems Sarah's doing fine I have none zero I'm having a great time my What's life this? is perfect and I don't want to change a thing this is rice pudding mango Ooh. do you remember that mango we got in France and I that paid you paid a ludicrous amount of money for how much did I pay for that mango I don't even know I think it was like 20 euro or something for that mango but you know what it's fucking delicious Ooh. and the lady was like uh, this mango is so so uh so fresh. It's so fresh. And I was like... It's so fresh. I was like, I don't care. I've had a lot to drink. We're Put the mango on the table. Yeah. That, yeah. And then I was like, those this people, is those the best mango I've ever tasted. And the French people on the table across from us fucking hated us. Fucked them. Because we were having something called fun, France. Don't know if they know what that means. I don't think they were French. They were French. Were they? Because mm-hmm. I could hear them. This is delicious. It's very good. This is the uh, Em and Sarah Eat Thai Desserts hour of the show this is mango and rice pudding mm, and I tell you what Ooh, delicious give me more Ooh, that. give me more of that give me more of that and how was your week it was okay I haven't seen you I know it's weird you're ignoring me now that you're a big time fancy lady with your new job fancy lady listen lads you just haven't been around for a very long time in terms of Sarah's life this is about <laughs> my 37th job so don't get used to this, like, of me being a fancy lady with a job. In about seven months, I won't have one. No, she will. Stop that. No, this is Sarah, like, stop that. This is a cycle. No. Nobody knows who I am. Sarah. I don't know who I am. Stop that. 
because that's not true, A. On B. People, that is true. No, no, it's not. But it's not. B. People break cycles. Like, you're really enjoying this job. You're doing really well at it. I haven't gone to any therapy to break this cycle. I'm your therapist now. <laughs> break the cycle. There you go. 80 euro, please. Okay, here you go. <laughs> um, no. I have... My week is very boring. I've been working from home. So it's actually been nice to work from home. I didn't think I would enjoy working from home, but I really do. Do you? Mm, I really like it. The only thing is I find that I find things in the house and I'm like, I hate all this. It's all going in the bin. Is that why we just went to Ikea yeah, and bought loads of Because stuff? I just kind of keep seeing stuff that I'm like, nope, that's going in the bin. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Um, but yeah, apart from that, how was your week? Are you okay? You've been really busy. My week has been incredibly busy. Oh, you've been mental. I've just been finding it difficult to... Give me, give me more. Find a balance, I suppose. But this is always... At the minute, this is just how it is. It's just hectic at the minute, right? Yeah, but then I feel really guilty when I come home because I'm not spending any time with anybody. But, like, what time are you getting home at? Normal time? No. What? The other day I texted you and it was... I didn't go home till, like, half seven, eight. Yeah. Then the other night I didn't go home till nine. So, you know the way you're saying, like, Wednesday when everything launches. After that, will things start to calm down a little bit more? No, not really. Oh, dude. Because the first week could be easy. No one wants to hear this. The first I'm talking to you about it. The first week will be easy. Right. But then obviously we're in we've launched in a country. So then it starts to like the first week is essentially capped. Okay. So it's soft launch. Okay. To make so you can work out all your teething problems. Right. And then the second week you get into like bringing in more so you've trained you're training your staff. Mm-hmm. And then by the fourth week we're into like uh Christmas volumes. Oh fuck. So the only thing is that in terms of like launching a building and launching a country, mm-hmm. that will all have gone. Right. So all of the other stuff that I'm currently working on will just be my normal day to day. Okay, without, that's something. Without that stuff. So right. yeah, I mean, it will, it'll get there eventually. It's just going to take a bit of time. That's all. It'll be fun. Anyhow. Sorry. Do you have any housekeeping? Housekeeping? Yeah. I have... We have to do say I don't know if I have any housekeeping. I don't think I do. Just thanks to everybody again that's been leaving us lovely messages and comments and uh, just being generally sound. And people asking for tote bags. We're looking into it. We're trying to get it sorted out. But like that's a lie. No, we are. I, I, looked, I, 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 I thought about on one it. Website. I thought about it. I never thought about it. Thought about it in my brain the other day <laughs> for like five minutes, and then I went, "All right, onto this now." I a true story. I looked at it on the uh, internet as to buy them, and then I was like, "I'm gonna just lino print them." So I'm gonna cut out yeah, the lino, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I wrote out the lino and I cut it out, and then Graham came down the stairs and went, "What's that for?" And I said, "I'm gonna print that," and he said, "But you have to do it backwards," and I was like, "What?" And he was like, "Yeah, you have to write the words backwards," and I was like. Fuck's sake! And I so then we didn't do anything else. I threw it in the bin. We just we gave up. But we will try and get it sorted. We're just very slow, and also we don't really understand what's happening. Yeah, no people are we're, like we're very confused about this. We all find it really confused and, that uh, the the group talk about things like, and that you you quote us, and that's lovely. But I don't so nice. think we thought that we were quotable. No, I just think we don't. We didn't think that this would. And you know that people always when they do things and they go, oh, we just didn't think oh, we it's just gonna didn't. happen. And, but secretly they did, and they were like vesting their entire. We just genuinely did not think anybody was gonna listen to this. So I remember when the buck was young. Like it's gone. You know, like we had what four hundred followers last month, and now we've nearly a thousand. Like so on Instagram, as yeah. you know what I mean. So it's a weird jump and we're just thank you so much everybody's been so nice like the messages i get are so kind and so nice 
We got a lovely lady from Washington. We did a lady from Washington DC today um, who said fuck Trump and I was like yes girl. Fuck him. Fuck him right And her name was the what was her name? Dees, hazel D nuts. These hazel nuts. These hazel nuts. Loved. I was like, the best username ever. Good so, name. So thank you, Hazel. Um. But yeah, like um. So send us messages, and also if we do anything wrong, also tell us, and then we. And will. then I will passive. Sarah will just block you. So I'll passive aggressively be like, "Thank you very much." <laughs> no, she won't. And I'll say things like, "We're working on We're it. it. We're trying to be better people. We're trying really hard. We're just trying really hard. Uh, I'm, I'm 36 and I want to change everything in my but previous 36 years. Um, I'm trying to Please be don't look at my old Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh I'm God. really sorry about the things I did that were really shitty. Yeah. But Luckily, I'm not on the internet and they don't have an old Twitter or anything like that. So I'm happy. My Twitter is literally just me giving out to British Airways. Yeah. At British Airways. At British Airways. That at- sandwich was soggy. And I want my money back. Dare you, it was never about sandwiches. Soggy sandwiches. I was like, I've been in this airport for seven weeks. <laughs> I want to go home. Oh, I'm starving. <laughs> I can't fit my legs. There's a man in the grate and he keeps looking at me. Um, but yeah. Remember when we used to get on planes? Remember. Together. We used to travel. Together. That was a fun time. Yeah. They were good times. Great times. Hopefully next year. Yeah. I just, I keep saying this and then I'm like, Emma, this, this. This pandemic is not going to pack its bags on the 31st Didn't of Didn't you December, say something about the World Bank being like, they're funded for three years? Yes. What do you think the World Bank looks like? Like... The inside of Richie Rich's vault? Yes. Like Duck, Scrooge McDuck. Oh. And they just wake up in the morning and they go, and dive into their money. I always... And it's the 10 You know the way I am about like things. <laughs> yes, go ahead. you. Thank you. About, uh, how do you say, what do you say in Irish when someone sneezes? Oh, Fuck. I can't remember. I remember but I get it. Yeah, that's actually what Irish. <laughs> Irish sounds like an old Italian woman in Sicily making pasta for the baby. And the kids are around her feet and she's like, get the pasta. Hey. Like, the I do you like the pasta? Um, <laughs> Listen, Italians, we love you, but like, your accent I work with an Italian man and What's name? I do my... Name? His name is Danny. The Danny. A Danny. A Danny. And he's, uh, he loves he's super animated and um, he always like I'll be in the office and he'll be like 12 people away from me and he go hey Sarah Jane and I go hey Danny and he go uh, have you tried the pizza in a, this restaurant in a bald bridge and I go no and he'll be like I'm Italian I tell you it's the best pizza I ever tasted and I'm like okay. so Danny's keeping the stereotype alive you know he really is and he always like Danny. whenever I walk in I don't know if it's because he can see how like gleeful I am yeah, when he yeah. talks to me about food he'd be like I made a prosciutto and I'd be like did you? and he'd be like do you want to share my lunch? and I go I can't Danny oh I love Danny yeah no he's really nice oh Danny um, it genuinely makes me happy when he talks to me about food Danny doesn't give a fuck about Covid he's like here eat, eat off my fork although we just shared the same spoon yeah we're just flouting the laws lads Um, flouting them in work we all have to stay like we stay two metres away from each other crazy isn't it yeah it's really difficult when you're trying to train people it's in it's difficult because you're like I can't show and you and we wear a mask we're not allowed to not have a mask not on mask. what about glove situation no, gloves, uh, no. Or gloves are really bad gloves are like not a good idea no because you're just passing like the guys in the shop that I go to wear gloves and I'm like you're just you're not changing your gloves every time you meet a new customer you wash your hands if you've got not, not got gloves on you'll wash your hands and put hand sanitizer on way more That's and true. like gloves and all of that stuff still carries germs like it's not as if they don't carry any germs you carry germs this is true I'm full of them I'm full of germs yeah and STDs no that's not true <laughs> <laughs> what STDs I 
could be, I don't know. Could have a, a lit litany of STDs, I've no idea. Yeah, you do know. No, I don't have any STDs. Have you never been tested? Of course I've been tested, I don't have any STDs. Of course I've been Not that there's anything wrong with having an STD. Said, I just said, uh, of course I've been tested, like you're a massive whore. I'm a huge whore. Like you're having you? so much sex. I have so much sex. I have sex. Right, at I'm least. Just, when you leave. Four times a year. I remember this story of this guy, I'm not going to say his name. Oh, I'll tell you this. It's still better get juicy. <laughs> you don't know. Him. I remember him talking. His you. name is Colin. <laughs> no, it's not Colin. Oh, Brian. <laughs> um, a guy used to work McGuire. in a shop there. John O'Reilly. Nope. You're, you're in, you know what you're never going to do? You're never going to guess his name. You're never, ever, ever going to guess this guy's name. Okay. I know you're not. Is it stupid? It's not a stupid name, but it's just a name you will not guess. Okay. You can try. Joe. Joe. No, I said oh, go. No. I said, Joe. That's his name. No. <laughs> Joe. You're never going to guess Joe. Jonah. I remember him talking to me one time. I'm back when I was years ago and I just finished college and I was very, very like shy about everything and I didn't talk about sex and I was really uncomfortable. I still am, but not to the degree I was then. And he was talking to me and he asked me something and I, about it. And I was like, oh no, I have a boyfriend for like two years old, like, or whatever. And he was like, oh, he was like, all right. He was like, I was in bed last night and had sex with someone. And then he left and as he was leaving, he said hello to the next guy that was coming into the room to have sex with me. I was like, what? Like I, my face just went pure red and I was like, huh? Because in my brain, I didn't think people did that. Like yeah. He constantly did that. Oh, this was like a constant. Constant. He was, it was like a rotating door. Thing in his house, yeah. And he but was like, was so he being really open about it? Yeah, really? he was yeah. just like, oh yeah, this isn't. And I was like, huh? Yeah. So, and then he would, thought it was hilarious to tell me stories like that all the time because of my reaction. Because of your reaction? Yeah. People do do this thing with you and I find that like, we might be somewhere and people will know that you're uncomfortable about yeah. those kind of things. And I do the same, well, I do too, where I try to make you uncomfortable. <laughs> I do know something I don't care. It's just admit it's it's fine. I don't give a shit. I had his balls in yeah, my mouth last night. Yeah, and I'm like, I've just, never had anybody's balls I'm in my like, mouth. I can't deal with this. Like, but no. <gasps> listen, have all the sex you want. Do whatever Yeah, you no, mean. listen. If you're having a we're, sex. We're all going to die. It's guaranteed. Have one for me. Have two for me. Have one off the wrist. <laughs> That's the worst <laughs> phrase. Have one off the wrist. Have one off the wrist. Oh yeah, go home and go no, home. No, my favourite thing is when you say pulling the stomach off himself. Pulling That's the my favourite thing ever. I, my dad says that. That's He's where I get home from. Pulling the stomach off himself. What'd you do last night? Was at home pulling the fucking <laughs> stomach off himself. I tell you that much. Dirty that's, cunt. That's my favourite. But that's like, I know. That's what they do when you leave the house. I'd say the second. The they, minute. They, no, they give it like a few minutes just in case you've forgotten anything and you have to come back. The minute you are like, I will be door. here. For two days. Um, I'm going to work or I'm going yeah, away yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, the minute it's like, right, she's on the plane. Yeah. I'm in the clear. Grab the laptop. Yep. Now let's go on at it. Type, type in the stupidest, dirtiest thing ever. Oh, that's the worst. One of the worst things I can't watch in TVs, TV shows or movies. When men... When men masturbate. Yeah. It's the fucking most disgusting. Because you know that there's a guy paid after, like, post-production. To make that noise. Yeah. That's his job. <laughs> Wank noise man, number yeah. two. Like, I can't deal with it. I just... And then it's those men are so violent when they're masturbating. Like, and then they just have to, like, show their faces and that no noise. You know uh, Ooh, that, the noise. that show, uh, the, the haunted one, the... Uh, Haunting of Hill House? No. Dylan McDermott or Dermot McDillan, whatever. Dylan McDermott? What's his name? Dylan McDermott. His name. Every time. <laughs> it's like the worst name. Like, for someone, two. 
first, first names. names. For someone like me, you know me. Shout out to my friend Colin Colin, who's uh, Colin's who I think is like why he was Colin Colin. Why did your parents call you Colin every time? He's like Colin Collins. I'm like that's ridiculous. Colin Colin Colin. Shout out to you, dude. But your name's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like you know how bad I am with names. Yeah, his name is a real struggle yeah, for you me. Would, if you met knew him in real life, you'd be like, how you but, how you do? What's that man? That's that stupid uh, show. Fucking uh, American Horror Story. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I don't know how much money he got to just yes. masturbate for 11 episodes. That was just a lot of jerking Masturbate and cry. Just a, a crank. <laughs> That's what I call it. Someone cries and wanks. Cries and wanks. A crank. Having a crank. Oh, he's having a crank. Do you think it's really common for people to cry and have yes. a wank? Sometimes I do. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I have never masturbated. I'm so low. I've never masturbated and cried. Like, I've usually You're gone. missing <laughs> I'm usually gone Lubricating tears I'm really Very tired time. But I can't sleep Yeah I'm just gonna crank one out Crank one out And, and then, then I'll works. be like And then my and brain then. goes Oh yeah okay go sleep now This is usually why Graves lying <laughs> next to me You know what I'm saying <laughs> oh, it's what usually- is <laughs> Lads we're wrecked This is This is Because we're tired now This entire conversation Really do you think Oh yeah 100% Do you not think We'd normally talk about this I don't know if, To the extent That we're going into right now Listen Anyway if you crank wrong with having a wank. If you crank That's fine <laughs> If you have a wank If, if you, you have a revolving door Of men coming to service you That's fine <laughs> Everything is fine You do Whatever you gotta do Do you boo boo Just be careful Wear a condom Be safe Yeah And don't brush your teeth Don't brush your teeth Because apparently That's bad Ever Sarah's really bitter about that girl correcting us. <laughs> and she was right. She was right. She was right. Thank you, girl. Like, I can't People say her name. People with bad oral hygiene she said to me shouldn't be allowed to have sex. They shouldn't. Um, anyhow, was that, is, is that all you wanted to talk about? I just wanted to talk about cranking. Um, cranking and wanking. Cranking one out. Cranking one out. So shout out to the people that have to go in and do post-production crank wank noises that, in TV shows. I was watching that show, um, oh, uh, Ozark? Yes. There's a scene and like where the guy is wanking and I was like, this is, I skipped and I skipped two forward and missed part, another part of the next scene. So I had to go back and I was like, for fuck's sake, where do I, did <laughs> you have a, an index twice. of like three minutes to three minutes, seven seconds, he has a wank. And I could just <laughs> skip past that. I don't need to hear whatever the fuck that noise is that men's disgusting dicks make when they're pulling the stomach off themselves. You do, and that's the other thing what? is whenever women are simulating masturbating in those shows, there's no noise. There's no noise. None. No noise. None. So why do I need to listen to his disgusting foreskin? Yeah. Like yeah. I fucking don't need to hear that. Like it's vile. Plus, an awful lot of American men are like circumcised, right? They are. What does that look like? I don't know. I've never seen an uncircumcised penis. No. I've seen like so many penises, but <laughs> I absolutely have not. Three max. Three max. <laughs> That man's penis that I saw downstairs, but I don't know whether he was circumcised. I didn't see. I didn't look long enough. No, you didn't. Him. You were gone. Long, gone. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. That was that was <coughs> that was a good one, McCormick. Crank. That was very good one. Crank. Um, I'm trying, put... Right now, I'm trying to figure out how many penises I've seen in my life. How many? You've seen a lot more than me. I have. Yeah. Yeah. I love a good penis. That's a good penis. I love them. I've never seen an uncircumcised penis. They're all penis. Uh, beautiful in their own way. Uncircumcised. Yeah. Uncircumcised. Yeah. Uncircumcised. I've never seen an uncircumcised one. I presume it just looks no, like... No, a circumcised one, not an uncircumcised one. No, uh, sorry, I've never seen a circumcised one. Yeah. Sorry, I'm very tired. Yeah, so I've never seen a circumcised penis. Okay. Send your pictures of circumcised penises to murdermassagepodcast at gmail.com. Please, under notes. If Please anybody sends me send a picture... Send me so many and draw a little circle around where it's circumcised. Eh, a smiley face. Meep, meep. 
Apparently it's cleaner, but it's also, it's kind of awful. Uh, yeah, fair play. In some respects. It, I don't know what it is. I don't know what you're doing. What are you doing? Stop everything. Stop just, touching your genitals. Just stop wanking. Like Nobody for, needs to wank that much. Stop touching your genitals for religious reasons. Yeah. Just, if, just leave them alone. Just leave them. Just leave They're them the there. Just stop snipping them. It's grand. Um, in terms of housekeeping, housekeeping, I've got stuff on the Twitter that I went back to people and said I would say it Go. on the podcast, but I can't remember uh, and I didn't take a note. Did you not screenshot it? Because I'm really bad at my job. Did you screenshot it? Uh, no. No screenshot? Um, it's just people saying in and saying thank you and saying really nice things about the uh, the podcast. Um, also... We said that we were going to do a... Well, I said I made a promise to somebody and did not uh, think about asking you before I made the promise on both of our behalfs um, that we would do Star Sign Corner. Oh! Maybe next week. I have to think about it. Yeah, I just have to think about it. Because I don't know anything about them. And my brain is like... What's your star sign? Pisces. What's that? Like, what's the symbol for? Oh. Uh... I don't know anything about starfish, but I don't know. Is it a fish? Hold on. What's that mean? It's a water. Are you good in the water? Uh, it's a water. Can sound. you swim really well? I can swim so well. Do you sink like a witch? Pisces. It's two fish. Oh. It's the twelfth astrological Intersexual sign. fish. Twelfth. Yeah, they're like like sixty nine and sexy fish. Like, that just suits me so well. Sexy sixty nine and twelfth astrological sign in the zodiac. It is a negative mutable sign. You know what that means? It spans three. You know what it degrees, means? I'm going to tell you what it means. Three sixty degrees of celestial longitude. You know what I'm going to tell you what it means? What? Nothing. Nothing. It's horseshit. Nothing. Who made up this nonsense? Oh, this is a classical interpretation. It's a symbol of the fish derived from. I don't know what the fuck any of this means. In the arts and popular culture. What does uh, what does being a Pisces mean for you? Uh, it means that I <laughs> am great, and I like books. Oh, and okay. Apparently, no. Apparently, there's like, uh, but it's so funny. I always find with star signs, whenever you read about star signs, everybody is the exact same thing. Plus, they're all really positive. Yeah, it's like you're like this, but you might kill someone. Yeah, you're. But um, if you do kill someone, you will apologize. For you're me. really strong individual, but sometimes you're quite weak. Yeah. That's literally what and it the is. Mom, in the times where you need to be weak, you feel the power <laughs> and the courage to be weak. But you don't take it personally because <laughs> you're a very strong, independent woman. Like, but I think, I know, uh, I know star signs make people, like, uh, happy. I oh, think. no, I don't have a... Like, give, like, a positive. I don't have a thing. But I just, honest to God, and I, I, no offence to anybody, they're just utter bullshit. Like, like Walter Mercado, beautiful man. Great, great biscuits. Right? Great biscuits. <laughs> Kimberly McCaddles and coconut the creams. creams. Fucking great biscuits. Um, yeah, right? So he, he knew it was horseshit. I hope he did. Well, he did. Um, but it, like, he did it for all the right reasons. He, he did. just wanted to it bring some positive, like, kind positive thing. positivity yeah. to people. It is the positive thing. Much, much, much more. People are going to give out to us now. They're going to say, Stand No, everybody oh, so far is with us on the star sign thing. I'm, I'm a Libra. So- you're a Libra. Oh, yeah. Apparently that's a good sign to be. Apparently Pisces is not a good sign to my be. My mum always says it's a good sign to be. But I think it's how Libra my mum gives me a weird compliment. Is a seventh astrological sign. Oh. Libra traits. What are your traits? Cunt. Absolute cunt. Absolute uh, bitch. No, for being charming, beautiful and well balanced. Oh, my God. They thrive on making things orderly and aesthetically pleasing. Oh, yes. They also yes. crave balance and they can be equally as self-indulgent as they are generous. Oh, see. What are see? mine? You can be self-indulgent when the right time to be self-indulgent. Mine are going to be like, cries in the shower. 
Cries while I'm that's, like, that's all it says. Cries the shower. With like, like an Aroli eye emoji. Um, I don't know what they say about me. Uh, Likes fish. Empathetic. Oh my God, you are the most. I've seen them for the artistic of all those zodiac signs and they freaking expect their creativity in everyday life. They have strong imaginations and the reputations dreamers can have them perceive such hobbies as art, music and writing. Cries in the shower. Cries. Who is a Pisces soulmate? Who is it? Taurus. Oh, so it's not me? Throw that phone out the window! Life! <laughs> <laughs> There's always like people who are like, I'm kind of a bit of one and a bit of the other because my bird is on a funny day. Well, then this isn't a real science. Cusp. I'm on the cusp. I'm on the cusp. I love the cusp. Sometimes uh, when Mercury's in retrograde, what? What are you talking about? Yeah, I know. It's, I what do you mean? I think I, don't, I, don't I think know. I always find this sometimes find like a religious thing where people turn to religion in times of when they're like something really bad has happened so I'm just going to look yes. at this thing so I think star signs it when I get anyway, really old I'm going to start like getting super religious I'm going to get a wig room yeah and get religious I don't know if I'll get a wig room I'll go to smash every I'm day just, with a different wig on and all the I'm other just, ladies be like that's a wig that's a wig I'm like I know it's a wig I clearly don't change my hair every day I know it's a wig Jacinta and this cunt on the cross ain't real <laughs> Kicked out of the church immediately. Yeah, done. Right, get it. See him? I rolled him. <laughs> that fella. His name's not even Jesus. That fella giving the ceremony. He's a circumcised penis. <laughs> oh, it's happening. We're going to hell. We're going to hell. Um, did you have? Uh, did you have anything else you wanted to talk about? <laughs> no, I think we got it all. No, we got it all out. We got all the things we needed to talk about out there. Bish, bash, bosh. Bish, bosh, bosh. Colin, good luck and this. I think it's great. Colin's going to come into my room. It's the same when he comes into my room. He's like, I just started here because he starts at a point where he's like, and he just cut out everything else because he was like, it's nonsense. He runs saying anything. <laughs> I'm like, I know. I never listen. Never listen to what? To like the full edited version of the podcast. Yeah, he always sends it. I, I listen. I listen to the version. <clears throat> I so, Like you listen to the version when he's got the music put in. Yeah. I listen to it before that. I never uh, listen to the, the, the one that has the, the song. And I listen when it's put up on Instagram or Spotify. That's when you listen to it. I then listen to the song. Ah. I, or if he sends us the song to listen to, I listen to it. But if he doesn't send us a song to listen to, I wait till it's up. And then I skip to the very end and I listen, listen to, to the, the song. song. Uh, and I listen to the song a lot. Yeah, I like the song. I yeah. always listen to the song. I like the song too. I feel like the songs are going to get us in trouble. I feel like if anything the podcast is going to get us in trouble. It's the oh no, no. I just called Jesus a cunt. <laughs> so I think this might be And not moment. only that, you said you rode him <laughs> at some point in your life. I did. Sarah said, you're going to be like the National Enquirer. Podcast uh, host say she had sex with Jesus Christ. Called him a cunt. Yeah, listen, that was his name. And it'll just be a picture of you going... <laughs> on the front of the magazine that was his name I have a great picture of you that I took when we were FaceTiming and it's like my favourite picture what ever I try and find it on it hold up Colin's just going to have a um, it's have like my favourite Instagram because I was like it's such a direct uh, <laughs> it's a complete representation of our friendship this picture let me see if I can find it um, it was when you were in Belfast and you called me oh I was like I'm going to take a screenshot of this one because she looks like she's <laughs> so annoyed right now and she's shouting at me was I eating food no 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 you were up and you are like I'm trying to find it for you hold on I was gonna put it up, and then I was like, "No, I'm not gonna put this up without Sarah knowing." Because I don't mind. No, because I think you were kind of in the nip when you took it. Uh, listen, Colin's just gonna have to. Oh, find it. Okay, show me. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it great? <laughs> I love it so what much. What am I giving him about? I can't remember. You're like. <laughs> 
have to keep this one. Mm. But that's it. Yeah, okay. Do you want to do your story now? Yes. Um, before I get into my story... Don't have sex with Jesus. Well, I mean, if you want to. If you want to do. do. You want. Just wear a condom. Yeah. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Here, you know when we get the coil? No glove, no love. Oh, Sarah and I think about getting the coil. Yeah, if anybody's gotten the coil and thinks that it's worth getting. Yeah. I love Irish jokes about the coil. When my sister got the coil, I used to tell her that we got Sky for free. Over your legs, Michaela. The reception's Go out and sit in the bin. <laughs> Move left. She, left. Like, honestly, when she first got it, I used to be like, are you coming up to my dad's? And she'd be like, uh, why? And I'd be like, because the reception will tell you shy. <laughs> Coil comes before when you have to bring it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember um, there's it's another girl looking. that Michaela is friends with, and the day she went to get the coil because she'd never seen it, you have to go to the chemist to pick it up. Yeah. So you get it on your prescription. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You go to the chemist, pick it up, and then you bring it to whoever is putting it right. in. The doctor or like the nurse doesn't have it. You have to go get it. Yeah. And um, she said she went to like the chemist to get it, and it comes in like a great a big, big box. box. And she was like, "How are you going <laughs> to put that inside of me?" This goes inside of me. Mm, right <laughs> and then, and then I, um, there I was like, yeah, it's the coil. It's called the, the coil, coil for a reason. Yeah, yeah, it can, right. To wind it all up. Yeah. Um, and someone I know that um, has the coil install- in, put in. Installed. Installed. <laughs> installed. Yeah, that's the word. She had the coil installed. Yeah. And now she gets uh, Sky Digital. <laughs> like me. <laughs> and... X music yeah. for free. <laughs> um, she, uh, her partner and her were having sex. Yeah. And it like, oh, um, oh, it came out. Oh, God. Yeah. And I was like, how? That was what some rigorous lovemaking. <laughs> rigorous lovemaking. <laughs> it was. How did that happen? Yeah. Jesus. Oh, God. Mm. I don't know. Do we want the coil now? Oh no, like that was just like, you hear all those type of stories. I definitely want, no, I definitely want to get it. If we get, we'll get together. Yeah, I'm going to hold hands. Yeah, I was watching a TV. I'm a, uh, if anybody wants to sponsor us on the coil, we'll uh, take a film of it and put it on the Instagram. Will you pay for my, my coil? What's that about? Pay for my coil, please. See, like, so, um. I spent so much money and I can't. Me, like, the government were, have money put aside to. Give me the coil. Get influencers to talk about COVID. What? Yeah. <sighs> the ones who, like, sorry. They ain't following any of the rules. No, they're not. Anyway. Like, fucking kids. Can the governments and the, every government just get their shit together, please? I love them. I think they're doing a great job. <laughs> I think. Here's what I think, right? Listen. I think, uh, I think they have some good ideas. They're just executing them a little bit wrong. I think the organisation, as my star sign would say, is what that I'm really say? into organisation. Libra, yeah. And I'm really good at organising things. And I think that if I became a member of the government, that my Libra sign would start shine through. Yes. And it would uh, bring forth the power inside of me. Yes. To be a good Libra. I think the next time you go for a job interview, you should That's start talking about how you Libra. Do you remember this show? That little Nomi show? Oh, yeah. What was that show called? Drink Drunk Dead Podcast. No, that's the podcast. Uh, I can't remember what it was called, but I remember... David the Gnome! Was that what it was? David the Gnome Show. And the that's trolls so were cute. terrifying. That'd be a cute tattoo. David the Gnome is, was a good show. Did what it, is your favourite kids' did cartoon? Did oh, God. Fuck. I had a few. I didn't have one... Sp- right, there was this one cartoon. Go, tell me. <sighs> Fuck. Because every time I think about it, these kids and a dog and... When they fell asleep, they went into a dream world and the dog could talk. 
And I was obsessed with this cartoon when I was a kid. And I remember telling people about it. I'm like, that's not a real cartoon. It's not. It fucking is. 80s cartoon. I think this is when you were trying to not where be perceived. And this is where you I went. I was disassociating. <laughs> Mommy, do you ever feel like you're outside your body? Mommy, do you ever just, feel like Spot? She's, she's talking just, your dreams. She's just standing behind the door slowly closing on me. <laughs> Midnight Patrol. Midnight Patrol. What did they do? And it was Pottsworth and Co. Show me them. Show, Show me. you them. Show me. So this is it. I was fucking obsessed with this kid, cartoon as a kid. Never seen. Have you never seen it? No. It was great. I love that. I loved, uh, what's that one with the puppets that you were Fraggle Rock. Fraggle Rock. Um, Down a Fraggle Rock. rock. Grab a, a Fraggle, Fraggle by the cock. Twist <laughs> around and around. Smash his head off the ground. No, they say twist around and round, round and round. That's not what they said in Dublin. That's not what they said in Dublin. They say, "Get a Fraggle Rock, grab a Fraggle by the cock." Twist around and round. No, it wasn't twist around and round. It was throw him to the ground. Yeah, no, I can't remember. Yeah, she had Dubliners. Shut up, Dublin. Shut up, you. Shut up, anyway, Dublin. Anyway, continue on with your stupid oh, thing. Oh, Beetlejuice cartoon. I love that. Oh, yeah. Um, there was tons. I liked so many cartoons when I was yeah. a kid. There was good cartoons when we were a kid. Yeah. Um, I was really into Bobby's World. What's Bobby's World? Bobby's World was... Uh, Howie Mandel was in Bobby's World. Bobby's and he did the voice to Bobby. Bobby's World? I don't think I've ever seen this. Have you Oh, I have. The I intro have. to Bobby's World was like one of my favorite things in the whole world. Oh, you do remember Bobby's World? And um, when he was cycling his bike. Yeah. And I, oh, yeah. His yeah. mum was like my favorite thing in the whole world. Um, I know I shouldn't. I was much older for this, but I still, I because I had a little sister, I used to love watching Rugrats. I loved Rugrats, and I loved Fairly Odd Parents. Fairly Odd Parents is great. Fairly Odd Parents is so good. So good. Um. I'm trying to think of other cartoons. Uh, Fraggle Rock was one of my all-time favourites. One of my earliest, earliest memories is being brought to the Muppets exhibition in oh, the Irish Modern Art so Museum cool. as a kid. And the reason I thought the Fraggle Rock people were real is because in the exhibit, they had a, like, you put 20p in. Yeah. And it was the little uh, builders from Fraggle Rock. <gasps> and they moved. And they moved around? And they moved around. That's so cool. And I was like, oh my God, these things are real. I remember going home and being like, Fuck. That's so cute. Te- like, I, like they're I, real. I, no, I re- not even like they're real. I remember being like, I interacted with them. They like, when I was there, they, they moved like, and they were like real. And I remember you. being like, these things are like the realest things I've ever seen. And then I blew up the video player. <laughs> because uh, I thought they lived in the telly. Oh God. And for about six months. I that was, imagination of yours happening. I was secretly putting food inside the video player to feed them. Oh no. Yeah, so what happened was I That's was like, so Mum used to, I come home from like play school and Mum used to give me my lunch and then she'd go off and do whatever and I was like taking, Shoving bread into it. Yeah, like little bits of ham and little bits, and I knew they were small so I knew they didn't need a whole lot. So you just give them little bits? And I was giving them little bits and then what happened was I poured milk in. <laughs> and the thing went up. Did Caroline want to kill you? My dad was going to fucking kill me because he was like, why did you pour milk in? And I was like, uh, they're thirsty. No, I wasn't. I was just like, eh, I, don't, I don't know. Eh, eh. And then he was like, oh, and then he took it apart to try fix it. And he was like, how long have you been putting <laughs> shit inside of this? <laughs> it's like a feast. And I was like, eh, well, that, you told me they lived in there. Aww. I also, the same week, put a massive magnet in the middle of the telly. Why? Because he told me not to put the magnet on the See, telly. This has been going on from an early age. Yeah. This is a Libra. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> I'll do whatever the fuck I had, want. I, and I don't know why we had a magnet. We had a magnet stuck on. And stuck, you just put it like bang right in the middle. Stuck on the side of our cooker. 
And I remember, I remember the day the mum and dad were like out doing something. Whatever day he got the magnet, yeah. he said to me, this is a magnet. Don't Do ever put this-, put this near the telly. See, your brain went... And I was like, That's okay, exactly no, I'm, I'm not going to do that. And then it must have been like a couple of weeks later, or maybe like a while, like a couple of months later, but they went out and Michaela was minding us and yeah. he'd gotten a brand new telly and it was like the oh, Sarah. biggest TV we'd ever had. And I was like, hey, Richard, do you want to do something? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, get that chair, get up there, get that magnet. That'll tell you how small I was. Sarah. And he got up and got the magnet and we got went into the uh, sitting room. room and I was like, turn that telly on. He did, and then I just stuck the magnet right into the middle of it, and then I switched it all around in front of the telly. Sarah, he went nuts. Yeah, I don't blame you. I just would have given you a preferred option. <laughs> well, you turn off that switch there because it's very, very warm. This one. Yeah, it's on the wall. Lads, we um, turned on our heating today. Yes. The first time in months. Oh, Jesus, I tell you what, the late nights are coming in on the dark the cold mornings. cold is creeping in. It's creeping oh, in. Oh, Jesus, oh. my hips are at me and my knees are at me it's and my jaws at me and my fanny is at me. <laughs> fanny. What a great word. What a fucking oh, great word. Oh, jeez, don't be sitting on the cold ground. For Americans, fanny means vagina in Ireland. Yeah. It means the lady garden. Why do they say that you get piles if you sit on the cold ground? I don't know. My mum always used to say that to me. What are piles? Hemorrhoids. My mum used to say to me I get uh, piles if I stuck my arse, kept sick of my arse to the range. Oh, okay. I get piles. Is that a thing? I've never gotten piles so she was a fucking... I had a pile at a... a Dirty liar, Kathleen. I never got piles. I had a pile after I had Lily. What is it? Is it like a big, big fucking dirty hemorrhage in your arse? hemorrhage in your arsehole. And it bulges. Oh! Yeah. Oh, that's vile. Yeah, it's really painful. I've never had anything like that. Mm. Touch wood. When you push out a baby. Yeah, I see, I can't. Yeah, that ain't never happened with me, so. Anyhow, I was going to tell my story, but then you interrupted me. Sorry. How old? How did I didn't interrupt I you. I interrupted myself because I yeah, started to ask you a question. Fucking bitch. You're that was me slapping Sarah. Bitch. Slap me. Take the fucking. Right in the face. Right, what's your story? Uh, I am going to tell a story this week and it's really sad like they all are. Okay. But this sad. one's. Sad. Um, this one's really well known. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna tell the story of Elaine O'Hara. Dun dun O'Hara, R.I.P. Madam. Elaine O'Hara was born in Dublin on the 17th of March in 1976. Saint Patrick's Day. Oh, I never even thought about that. It's Day very close birthday. to your birthday. It's Emma's birthday on the 18th of March, and it she is. was born in 1942. I was. Um. She's ed- she was educated in St. Joseph's Clo- of Clooney Secondary School. Where is Clooney? Uh, that's the same school that... Uh, Rainid went Rainid to? Rainid went to. Yeah. Fuck. So it's in um, Kalini. Yeah, it's the same area. That's fucking crazy. Um, she was bullied at school Ugh. and she'd suffered many mental health issues in her teens. Mm. She was regularly hospitalised for psychiatric care. Um... So, Elaine O'Hara's mental health, it, I'm going to go into it in a bit more detail okay. and then we'll come back to it. Okay. So, she had lost a close friend in a road accident when she was a teen and she'd suffered like really badly at bullies, by bullies. She's like bullied really badly. Mm-hmm. And her life kind of spiralled into like isolation. Um, she became really withdrawn. She was introverted and she started to self-harm. She tried to cut her wrists for the first time when she was just 16 years old. Oh, fuck. But it emerged her difficulties may have started even before she entered the teenage years. And she revealed to a specialist that she'd been tormented by, she said, 
a play in her head from the age of 12 years old. Okay. Um, she, the play turned out to be an obsessional fantasy about being restrained. So from like the age of 12, she had like these fantasies about being like tied up. Tied up. Or um, like suffocated. Oh God, okay. Um, and the obsession that appeared to never really waver because how this kind of story goes of what she did in her sexual life. Yeah, okay. Um, for 16 years, she was under the care of esteemed Professor Anthony Clare, who ruled out psychosis and formed the view that she was suffering from a borderline personality disorder and depression. Um, and her mother died, I think, when she was quite young as well, and that kind of, like, made things a lot worse. Oh, no. Um, she said she just wanted to be loved. Oh, and she's quite so this doctor oh. quoted in court that she had said a couple of times in their sessions that she wished she wasn't born that no one liked her that she was a bad person and um that she was emotionally unstable oh sweetheart so mrs o'hara was admit so elaine was oh, admitted to saint edmund's hospital in Lucan so that's Lowman's hospital okay uh 14 times between 1992 and 2012 oh wow she it was roughly once every 18 months and her care turned to more like therapeutic means rather than her being like in isolation if you get me um she suffered major setbacks including the death of her mother in 2002 and then the sudden death of the doctor that was treating her in 2007 um so then another doctor that she knew called Dr. Matt Murphy, who knew her case, he took over, but she continued to self-harm and had reported uh, mis- masochistic. Isn't that the, how you say it? Yeah. yeah so masochistic behavior um, and having pain. She like spoke about having pain inflicted upon her by others and how she enjoyed that okay. and often enjoyed punishment. And she, but I don't think, I think they're saying that, but I don't think she did because whilst that was happening, she was also attempting suicide. Yeah. Um, throughout her life, um, and she like nearly um ended up committing suicide. Foot like, got. I don't know what the right right way to to do to say this. She nearly uh succeeded in committing yes. suicide. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in two thousand five and two thousand six. Oh um, fuck, Sarah, Jesus. And she remained up. in a coma for twenty four hours after her last attempt. So like she, <sighs> yeah. Um, in 2005 she moved out of her family home and into a flat in Kalini in Blackrock in 2000 no in Kalini to a flat in Blackrock right in 2008 she moved to another flat in Blackrock before acquire, acquiring an affordable housing unit in Bellarmine Plazas in Stepaside Elaine worked as a childcare assistant in Ballybrack and part-time in a newsagent's in Blackrock. She was taking night classes in the town of Dunleary with the hopes of becoming a Montessori school teacher. Uh, Elaine went missing from her home on the 22nd of August in 2012. Do you remember this? Yes. Yeah, me too. And it was initially assumed that she had disappeared while volunteering. So I remember because I was in the... T- I was at the tall ships. Yeah. So it was assumed that she had disappeared because she was volunteering. Yeah, I remember that. At the yeah. tall ships. Um, and inside her house, however, she had left her bag, her purse, her mobile phone, 
and security footage showed her leaving her home with a different phone. Right. So she left everything in her house. And it had a different phone in her hand. Another but the phone, assumption another before the investigation started was that she went missing during the tall, tall ships. Right, okay. Um, and I remember being like, it was on the news that if you'd seen her at the tall ships and she would have been wearing a volunteer t-shirt. Yeah. And all of those things. She was last seen by a jogger in Shan- Shangana Park in in the county of Dunleary, right down. And I watched a video as well on this and that jogger said that like she asked him how did she get how how do I get to the shore? Right. Uh but he said that she it was it's kinda like what you were saying about being disassociated. He was like it was really obvious Like she was she was out of sorts. Yeah and she did okay. but it was really obvious that she didn't want to have to ask him okay. but she couldn't find where she was going. Okay. And she kinda just didn't want anyone to notice her. And he said it was really apparent because oh. he then passed her again and he was like, I obviously was going to say hello because it was very early in yeah, the morning yeah, yeah. and he said that she just like completely like didn't make eye contact with him. Oh God, love this um, girl. Jesus Christ. So she was last seen by the jog- jogger in Shangana Park in uh, in Dunleary. Um, it was later determined that she had gone to Shangana Cemetery where her mother was buried and a woman was heard crying loudly in the graveyard by a witness. The witness saw a woman fitting O'Hara's general description, crying beside an old grave, but could not positively identify her as O'Hara. Her car was later found nearby and it was assumed that she had given her psychological history, committed suicide by jumping off the cliffs. Yeah, I remember that hearing that, yeah. So that's 2012. Mm Mm-hmm. Everybody just thought she'd commit suicide. She suicide, yeah. And that was it. It just went away. Yeah. On September of 2013, there was essentially two guys and they were out fishing. Mm-hmm. So uh, William Fagan and his brother and so another man, so I think there's three of them, they spotted a bag lying in the water of Varsity Reservoir near Roundwood in County Wicklow. Now, the thing that's really interesting about this is that it had, like, that year, it had been, like, unseasonably warm. We had had a drought. Yep. And the water was, like, they were fishing, but they were fishing in, like, four meters of water. Yeah, 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 because yeah, there was no water, like. Um, and you could, see, they could see, like, items in the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, normally the depth of the water where the bridge is found is about 15 feet to 20 feet. Okay. Following a long, hot period, it had dropped to 12 inches... Fuck. Or 18 inches and had exposed the items which would have otherwise been beneath the surface. Inside the bag they found handcuffs, clothing, a ball gag, restraints and leg restraints. The following day Fagan hand, handed the items he had fit. So what actually happened is they put the, they, they picked it up. Yeah. They put it on the bridge. Yeah. And then we're like, oh fuck. And then they just left them there. Okay. And then Fagan went home and he was so unsettled by it that he went back the next day, took them and went to a guard station. Went to the guards. Okay. So Good he man. found them and he went to Roundwood Guard Station and Guard James O'Donoghue conducted several further searches at the scene and he found handcuffs, keys, a leather mask, a knife, an inhaler and a chain with a ring on it. He also found a Dunn Store's loyalty card. <gasps> And attached to that key ring was identified to belonging to Elaine. Fuck. 
Fuck. So he found this key, and you know those Dunstores cards don't usually have names on no, them. No, they it's don't. Just a number. Yeah. So he rang Dunstores customer service and was like, "Can you tell me who owns this?" Yeah. Like, for, like I know we give sh- talk shit about the guards, but this guard sounded like he was doing his. He's fucking actually job. doing his fucking job. Yeah. He um searched the lake then because it it was like and it came up that she had been reported as essentially missing and potential suicide. So the. Yeah, he, he realised that it belonged to her. And then the Garda Water Unit searched the lake on the 17th of September and the 7th of October. And they found two to- two Nokia mobile phones, two mobile phone batteries, a pair of glasses and sunglasses, a rucksack, a number on the frame of the glasses and the prescription matched the records for Elaine. Fuck. And uh, that had held been held on a file at a branch of Specsavers in Dunleary. The dog... And then... So then... In on the twenty first of August in two thousand and thirteen. So, like, what's that? Uh, three days later. Yeah. Three days later, there's a dog trainer called Magali Vernet. She regularly walks her dogs in a wooded land area near oh, Killikey in the foothills. And starting on the twenty first of August, one of her dogs would regularly disappear. Um, and he the dog would return with bones during the walk. Yeah. Which. Vernay, as first believed, she thought they were animal bones. Yeah. On the 13th of September, the same dog retrieved more bones. And what happened was, because this kind of story kind of tells one bit, and then actually when I watched the video, she said for like three days up in the mountains, she would, and the do- she said the dog would go into the underroof and she was like, and I just couldn't get the dog to yeah. come back. She was like, so, she was like, the first time I came back and it was a bone. And she was like, I just thought it was an animal bone. I took it out of its mouth and left it. Right. She's like, then the second time, the same thing. But she said, then the third time I came back and the bone was very, very big. (laughs) So she said, the fourth time, the dog wouldn't come out. And I was like, for fuck's sake. So she's like, I ended up having to go into the underroof. And when I got to where it was, she said, uh, she, another, so then, um, she found a bone and there was clothing. So okay. she quickly just left and yeah. then she went and got, um, she contacted the landowner and his name is Frank Doyle. They returned to land with another man and within an isolated clearing, clearing they found scattered and a no- gnawed bones, including the remains of a rib cage and a jawbone. And when they saw the jawbone, they were like, this is a human. That's a human being. Uh, realizing the remains were human, they contacted the guardie and only 65% of her skeletons were recovered. And that was just due to animals foraging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Police, this is horrific. Police discovered that in late 2007, O'Hara had visited... I don't know. I don't know how I feel about talking about this, so we'll talk about it, and then at the end, we can have a chat about it. Okay. Had visited fetish adult websites, yeah. alt.com, under the profile name of whatever it was, okay? That's not important. Yeah. And it had been viewed... Um, the pro- So she had went on and viewed the profile of a... Um, username called the architect 72 yeah which was linked to the gmail address named by fetish boy that's that's essentially what his email was called right police linked these uh, the address and the profile to the to essentially a man named graham dwyer an architect okay okay the evidence emerged that dwyer and elaine had embarked on a sexual relationship that involved bondage violence and knives. The relationship was very intense throughout 2008. Violent homemade sex videos and fragments of emails were retrieved from their laptops. 
the evidence on an old laptop that her profile was on um, said that she was kind of visiting between 2006 until 2007. Right. And then there was graphic photos of Elaine appeared on the profile as well. Okay. Where she kind of stated what she was into. But it's really sad because where she stated what she was into was part of her disorder. So she stated she loved being in chains, serving a master, but still had a lot to learn in brackets. She wrote her ideal master would be honest, loyal, frank and trustworthy. And that doesn't sound sexual to me. No, that, that sounds, sounds like, like somebody she's lonely. just looking after you. and She's really lonely. Yeah. Um, possibly oh, caring oh, as so well. Sad. Oh, this is so sad. But that her preferred likes were that she ticked. So obviously you had to tick what you preferred, yeah. what you liked. Where bondage, collar, leads, leash, kidnapping, knife play, mummification, sensory deprivation, spanking, slapped in the face and verbal humiliation. So there was graphic homemade sex videos and fragments of emails retrieved off laptops revealed that she and Dwyer had a sexual relationship as I stated above. Around this time, she also told her dad that she was seeing a married architect from Fox Rock who performed performed sex sex act with with her when she was tied up. And she had met at least two other men for sex, but one told the court... Her sexual preferences were far too extreme for him. Okay. Thousands of text messages retrieved from her laptop between her and the man she called Sir showed a conflicted mind. At times she appeared strong, strong enough to tell the Sir to go fuck himself and fuck off um, so that she could find love and a baby. More often she appeared desperate for any attention. She agrees to hunt for victims for her master and reluctantly concedes to being stabbed for his sexual pleasure. Oh. So I, I read the transcripts of these text messages, but I'm not going to go into like great no, detail of them because they're quite graphic. That's not need you. So, da, 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 da. Um, hang on, just let me get yeah, to where I was. So their relationship... Oh, this then goes into like information about, um, sorry, I wrote this and I kind of put it together in a way that kind of is not cohesive. So sorry to everybody. You take your time. Um, okay. So while, when this kind of went to court, some of this stuff came out about, um, what, what's the guy, the asshole that. The architect guy. Yeah. Dwyer. It's Dwyer, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. So the relationship dwindled essentially. So it was kind of on and off. Right. Um. But then it, someone came to the court. So all of this is, they never give their name. You know how that happens in court in yeah. Irish court. Um, where, essentially, a woman came forward to say that he had been in a relationship with her. Okay. And that he used to bring a knife to bed. What the? So like the relationship became really intense, and he became quite violent during sex, and she was like, so I just. Um, it's like I'm not doing this fuck off yeah Dwyer did not have a history of criminality his background suggested nothing of note he's born in on he was born on the 13th of September in 1972 in Bandon County Cork to Sean and Susan Dwyer he's three siblings like there there's nothing out of the ordinary with his life he moved to Dublin in the early 1990s he studied architecture at the Dublin Institute uh, of technology on Bolton Street where he began a relationship with a Donegal woman 
her name is Emer McShay. McShay soon became pregnant with a son. However, McShay later testified in court that he once confided in her that he fantasized about stabbing a woman during sex. Ugh. And he started to bring a kitchen knife in their bedroom, pretending to stab her. Jesus Christ. What Mac- the fuck? McShay and Dwyer finished their relationship in 1996. And a year later, he began dating fellow architecture student Gemma Healy. They wed in Sligo Cathedral in 2002. And five years later, they moved to Kelly Mount Close in Fox Rock. Okay. Dwyer's architecture career took off and he started to work for, it says like the name of the architects and everything. And I just, like again, these people didn't do anything. It's not relevant. No. Yeah. Um, he was named as a director in June of 2006 and was involved in a range of major developments um, in and around kind of that area and in Poland. He kind of had like really geeky hobbies and his wife, Gemma, was quite, like, well-known and kind of involved in quite, like... Let's just say she's a fucking beekeeper, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Do you keep bees? She's in the community. Um, What did you do at the weekend? She's down in the hall making cakes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, however, according to information disclosed by the... Uh, during the Garda interviews, Dwyer's fiancés were in... Dwyer's finances were in difficulty at the time of the murder... Oh. And he was in. He was deeply in debt. Oh. This is in two thousand seven, so it's just before everything collapses. Just before the arsehole falls out of everything. This seems to be in a lot of cases where men murder women. They always have financial problems. Yeah. Um. He had a cottage in Rat Mines, and he'd bought the house in Fox Rock to renovate. Then the crash happened. Right. Gemma then her, so his wife lost her job, and they and he had to take a huge pay cut. Now, he's a fucking director in a company, so. It, his pay, I'm sure he was on enough money. Yeah. Um, the trial heard that um, he'd suffered a 50, 50% pay cut since 2009, including 21% cut in the first six months and then kind of cutting it. So he was on 70 grand a year. He's all right. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing fine. It sounds like they were just clutching at straws. Yeah, 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 yeah. So evidence from O'Hara's phone and laptop, which I've gone through, were further discovered and he was arrested. So he denied from the very beginning. And do you remember this? Because in the beginning of this, I was like, I don't think he did it. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he denied ever knowing her. Yeah. And then what happened is, okay, so he denied ever knowing her. The security footage at O'Hara's home and his presence of semen in her bed. Jesus. Proved that he did. He later denied murdering O'Hara and the trial opened in... On the 22nd of January. But he shot himself in the foot because regardless of what's said after this, he said he didn't know her. And yeah. then they found his semen. And so he's like, oh, I did know her, but yeah. I didn't do anything. Yeah, he said he didn't know her. And then the semen was found. And then he was like, I just didn't want my wife to know. You, it's going back. It's going back. It's going back. Um, so, the trial. The violent homemade sex and videos and retrieved fragments of emails provided evidence of the sexual use of bondage, violence and knives. Numerous messages from O'Hara referred to Dwyer's repeated tra- tra- threats to stab her and kill her. Dwyer's defence counsel, Remy Farrell, urged that there was no evidence twi- tying Dwyer to O'Hara's death. O'Hara had a history of depression and her cause of death had never been determined by a pathologist. She had recently been released from a psychiatric hospital, which she had he- entered after having her after having suicidal thoughts. Um, there was not a scred a screed of evidence in respect of the cause of death or even evidence that it was murder. According to Farrell, 
both the police and her own family had first believed that she had probably committed suicide. Yeah. O'Hara's interest in the BDSM lifestyle had been known to the police since before the discovery of her body and there were many circumstances that could have led to her, led to her death. Farrell said that the violent language used between Dwyer and his texts was proof of nothing more than his sexual fantasies. Sean Guerin, prosecuting, said the accumulated evidence pointed to a detailed plan by Dwyer to commit and get away with murder. Dwyer had used O'Hara's low self-esteem yep. to manipulate her. 100%. His desire to kill a woman was well documented in his texts. O'Hara was not a willing participant in sexual violence and she repeatedly expressed her wish not to be stabbed and not to be beaten by him. He went after a vulnerable person. Yeah. She only wanted companionship, love and ultimately a child. Knowing she had recently been released from a psychiatric hospital, Dwyer had lured her to the cemetery intending to take her to the mountains and kill her. Expecting that if her body was discovered, her death would be deemed to have been suicide. suicide. But the attempt to conceal his relationship to her by hiding the mobile phones and O'Hara's personal effects was clear evidence of intent. Dwyer was convicted by a unanimous verdict, sentencing him to life, to, to sen- sentencing him to life impres- imprisonment. The judge Tony Hunt stated that he a hundred and ten percent agreed with the jury. Oh, Tony! The jury was exempt from jury duty for thirty years because the detail so harrowing was so harrowing. Thirty years exemption. Imagine how bad. Imagine how bad it was sitting in that courtroom. I don't know how they did it. Like, and I know I haven't gone into detail around the text messages. No, do you know what? Like the text messages. It's it's that stuff. Some of that stuff. I don't think we need to know that. All we need to know is that man took a vulnerable woman who was looking for love, and the only way that she thought she could get lo- love was by being hurt. Yeah. Because she did, she, listen, she, BDSM is one thing that is about consent. It is about knowing your boundaries and it's about two people being like, we're both okay with this. We know what we're getting out of it. That poor girl was so desperate for love that Mm -hmm. she thought, and she hated herself so much that she thought the only way she could get love was by somebody hurting her. Yeah. That's pretty much what she said. Yeah. And he absolutely took that and ran with it. Yeah. Fucking piece of shit. So, during and after the trial... Dwyer's legal team highlighted that the legislation covering the capture and the use of the mobile phone data relied upon by the prosecution in the trial was invalid. Specifically, Dwyer's legal team have claimed grounds for appeal on the basis that Ireland's Communication (laughs) Retention of Data Act 2011 in turn giving effect to the European Data Retention Directive was invalid because the underlying European European directive had been struck down by the European Court of Justice in 2014. These claims contributed to a review of how the state agencies use that type of data covered by the legislation. And if upheld, it has been reported that the appeal could impact the immiscibility of the mobile phone evidence in the Dwyer cases and any other case which they rely on, mo- which they rely on mobile data in guard investigations. That has not gone to court yet. And it really, it there is a strong chance yeah, he's going I was to just get about out. To say that, yeah. So I remember when this case was going on, Kevin, who was like, "This is what he does for a living," yeah. was like, "That mobile data evidence they are using is not admissible in court." 
And he was like, he'll be convicted. I remember specifically because we had a whole conversation yeah. around it. And he was like, he'll be convicted. He was like, but that he will be able to get out. That will be appealed. And he was like, and if he does appeal it and it gets true, he was like, every other murderer or rapist that had this same set of circumstances that had this se- same set of circumstances will be able to appeal and get out. He was like, because it's against, essentially, he was like, he was like, how you get the information? He was like, is it comes true is essentially formatted data or yeah. in like, so you ever get when you download something that's a document, um, it goes into a notebook and it just shows yeah. up as a whole lot of code. He was like, that's how text messages look like. Yeah. He was like, so they come true in this like, um, what is that? Encrypted. So he was like, it's like double encrypted. And he was like, and then you have to unencrypt it. it. Yeah. And he was like, and to unencrypt it, he was like, it's quite, and he was like, how the guards did it. He was like, it's completely like not covered in the court law. Um, and so he was like, they put that in and that is the thing that got him convicted. Yeah, 100%. What got him convicted is the text messages. Because it showed that he knew her and he was right. But it also showed that he was, because those text messages were literally like, I'm going to stab you tonight. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to come over to your house. Like, and he was like, I'm going to come over to your house tonight and I'm going to, I think get a name for the knife and I'm going to stab you. And then she'd be like. She would, like, respond being like, come over, but please don't bring the knife. And then the the evidence on the CCTV, because she lived in an assisted living yes. facility. Was him going in. Was him going in. Yeah. And then she had showed friends and family where he had, where she had been stabbed in her stomach. Oh, what um, a fucking mess. Jesus Christ, God love that poor girl. And God love her poor family. The whole case, I remember it just being like, everyone just really focused on like her sexual activity. People just, it's like this thing where they have to dive into that shit. Like, to be perfectly honest with you, when this case happened, I didn't want to know any of that information. It's like, I don't need to know what a mentally ill person has been doing to feel love. And if it's something as awful as that. Yeah. I just don't, I don't want to know. Like, I don't want to know what he said to her. I don't want to know graphic details all I want to know is that, that motherfucker's going to jail like he is in jail and he still to this day says that he didn't do it he, he won 100 motherfucker you did a it a lot of money um, you me. fucking did it we know you did it like fuck off just admit it accept what you've done like you know what you've done like nobody in your immediate family or friends I can tell you now thinks that he didn't do that they fucking know he did yeah, it yeah I just feel sorry for his wife and kids like when you think about it he that's the thing it's like the people that you leave behind the aftermath of these things and like none of that was sealed like I was Ugh. able to find out where he worked I was able to find out the directory yeah. he was I was able to yeah. find out his wife's name is... I was able to find out his kids names oh um, my god Elena O'Hara and her family but his wife stood by him in We're court so sorry <sighs> she wouldn't get a fuck I know just that initial shock of like well like now maybe he didn't do it hold on a second go on Flavio said to me I'm bringing a knife to bed I would say that better to no be- not that but not that no but I'd be like it better be to cook cake otherwise <laughs> get the fuck out are of we that, eating like. in bed oh, are we having a great cake? idea good idea but like <laughs> we just have, watch, Eddie Ra- watch Netflix and have Eddie Rackets <laughs> and Eddie Rackets and watch Netflix um, yeah I don't know I often you often see cases of men doing these atrocious things and women standing by them in court and stuff and I, I'm so baffled by it but at the same time I'm not in that position so I can't properly understand what that person is thinking. I just can't. I'm just not in that position. Okay. You know what I mean? All right. Yeah. You know, so. But I, mean. I said to you earlier on, we had a conversation that was kind of similar to yes. this, but it was about something else. Yes. People need to hold their friends and family. Yep. 
as accountable as they do the strangers, strangers. on the internet. Yeah. You need to remove yourself. Like, listen, love is a powerful thing. And if you love someone, you're like, that's my husband and he wouldn't do something like that. Even though last Tuesday he tried to take a bed, he put a pillow, uh, knife under the pillow. And I was like, what are you doing with that knife? And he said, nothing. Like, you know, <laughs> you, you kind of just have to, you're right, Sarah. You have to hold people that you love and that you know as accountable as people that, that are on the side of the street that have been yeah, accused of murder. Yeah, because people are like, it's that thing of like, Everybody's capable of something. Everybody's capable like, of everybody something. Like, everybody is capable of capable I She didn't do anything. Took a shit in a bag. <laughs> she did take shit in a bag and <laughs> fucked it over out of the tent. Shh. She did, yeah, she took shit in a bag. Shh. Stop you telling my secret. I told everybody you took a shit in a bag. I did take a shit in a bag. Listen, I've eaten a very dodgy, dodgy uh, chicken and stuff and mayo sandwich. Oh, and, um, the worst when they're dodgy. Oh. At a festival, yeah, the word like I don't want to know. I the don't last know. Place you should be eating a under chicken what and mayo circumstances sandwich. did I say? Here, listen. Do you know what would be great right now? Out of this tent that is honestly about thirty-seven degrees. A chicken and, and mayo sandwich. And there's not a fridge in it, and you have a pre-made chicken mayonnaise and stuffing sandwich. Was nice. Put that in my gob, and then could you taste the kind of offness? No. Yeah. No. I could I'm, taste it when it was coming out my fucking arse. I can, I can ma- smell, smell it in the tent. Yeah. Like, I love a chicken mayo and stuff and sandwich. Fucking beautiful. Yeah, it was. I remember beautiful. being like, because there was nothing else I wanted. And I was Mwah. like, I'm going to get that. And I remember Graham being like, okay. Yeah. My mother always tells me not to buy those sandwiches out of stands. She's like, they're not Emma, good. I was so unwell. I, could, I was. She was that unwell. She shat in a bag. Well, there was two options. First option, try get to the porta potty. Yeah, that one that wasn't happening. And shit my pants because I was with you when it's coming, it's coming. And I was like, no, I'm gonna, I won't make it. There's no holding. And back. also, it was the middle of the night in a festival in a field, and I couldn't see the. Well, do you know body. something? I've never shit in a bag. Fair play to you. That's the, and then I've the never second done. option was to shit in a bag. Listen, I think you did took the better option. Graham found it very difficult. I can imagine watching someone shit in a bag. He didn't didn't get to watch me. I made him go stand in, you know, like our tent had like one of those little shelters. Like Blair Witch? Yeah, I made him go stand in the shelter. (laughs) In the corner? Uh, In the shelter. (laughs) Just rocking back and forth. Like, oh, shit in the bag. Um, I made him go stand in the shelter of the tent and I was just like, oh, oh, Jesus, it's coming out, boy. It's like, and he was like, he came in and he was like, the smell. Oh, I was like, I don't know what you want me to do. I can't do anything about it. You couldn't though, realistically, because with you, when it's coming, it's coming. And then I uh, did the most rock star thing I've ever done. What'd you do? I tied that bag up. I stood in the field. Swingy swing. I swung it around my head. And I thought it went pretty far. But then the next day, I got up and we were all sitting around outside the tent. No one knew what had occurred in my tent. Yeah. And Keith Kelly went, Oh, look, sir, there's your bag with all those chocolate muffins in it. I <laughs> just saying, I was oh like, Oh my god. Hey! <laughs> change the subject I real like, quick I was like oh don't touch them they've been out in the rain <laughs> like oh! you absolute scumbag I know but you know uh, it had to be done and I'm also quite proud of how uh, good I was at shitting in the bag when you caught when it, when it has to come it has to come listen if it was a no, if it was like a poo you'd be like oh listen I'll hold it for a few minutes when you have to when that diarrhea is coming that right. freight train of shit yeah Le- has to leave your body yeah, and I also vomit at the same time as you throw up as well yeah. yeah it's the worst so on that note yeah thanks for listening thanks for listening text us if you've ever uh, text text us, text us to you're not getting my fucking uh, phone number 500 shitting in the bag 1-800 Sarah shat in a bag Sarah shat in a bag 1-800 stop showing men wanking on television <laughs>
that's the number to text. Yeah, 1-800-STOP. Are you disturbed by the amount of men you see Just masturbate constantly on the jer- They're constantly wanking on telly. Oh, stop wanking. Oh, here's what I want, right? What? I don't care about them constantly wanking on the telly. Go. But there's an unfair representation. Women are never shown as no, masturbating. they're never shown masturbating. And that's probably because we don't do it as often as men. I'm doing it right now. She is. <laughs> and I'm deeply uncomfortable. <laughs> it's shocking. Here, what number episode is this? 17. <gasps> it's number 17. You can masturbate and tell your story on episode 20. I'm gonna, and I'm going to call this episode crank. Cranking. 20 will be you too. <gasps> naked. Cranking crank and naked. Cranky naked. <laughs> I'm so tired. We have to go. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Have a good week. Are you deaf when you're born? Do you live in a box? Do you pee in the bath if I leave open the door? Do you cry really loud when Emma goes to the shops? Do you eat really fast and throw up on the floor? Because Emma's cats can and Emma's cats do. 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 Do you sleep like you're dead and leave hair on the bed? Do you scrape at the door when you want to be fed? Will you not eat the cat food because it's too cheap? Will you suck out the gravy and spit out the meat? Feminist songs for Emma's two cats. 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 Do you hide under the bike cause you're afraid of the hoover? Hiss at the candle cause it isn't your smell. Do you snap at Craig's ankle cause you think he is evil? Do you get very brave and attack the blue pen? Do you act like a dick when Sarah brings round the dog? Can you please use your tray when you're baking a log? Do you fall on your head cause your brain is imbalanced? If you can and you do, then you're Emma's two cats. Feminist songs for 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 Emma's two cats. Can you do magic spells? Like some kind of cat Jesus? Have you written a screenplay about mice that can fly? Can you give me advice on the kitty stock market? Or will you start eating Emma the moment she dies? Because Emma's cats can and Emma's cats do. Emma's cats do and Emma's cats can. Emma's cats can and Emma's cats do. Emma's cats can and Emma's cats do. Feminist songs for Emma's two cats. 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 Your empire ruled for a million cat years. Can you domesticate humans and live inside cows? Do you have just one word that can mean anything? Do you travel the stars in amazing cat things? Our given names are Hades and Jack. We bring to you our podcast for cats. Murder Most Feline, our favorite show. Listen to the sound of us licking our holes. Our mystical god calling the key.
tums like our mommy told us to. She chopped our balls off. Because Emma's cats can and Emma's cats do. 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 Feminist songs for Emma's two cats. 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 Illogical cats, neurological cats, biological cats, and mechanical cats. Nihilist cats and traumatical cats. Pedantical cats and sycophantical cats. Neurotical cats of anatomical cats. Good at maths, cats and cats wearing hats. Cats from the flats are doing their plats. Cats who look like slightly catty 